brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. 25 years ago, I sold my soul to the devil to become a corporate executive. I quit it all to play the blues. My name is Tom the Suit Forced, and this is Chasing the Blues. Hey everyone, this is Tom the Suit Forced, and today we are doing a very special Chasing the Blues podcast. I'm in China, and I'm playing with some of the finest blues musicians out there. And today we're talking with a good friend of mine and guitarist extraordinaire, Robin. How you doing, buddy? I'm good, doing pretty good. Hi, this, guys. This is Robin Liu. Did yes, I say that right? Me. I did pretty well. Okay. You did. So, so Robin is a very good blues guitar player, and he has been... Uh, playing with me, we've been touring together and uh, adding a lot to the band. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and well, yeah. <laughs> and uh, tonight we have a show. We had a few minutes, mm-hmm. and I wanted him to uh, kind of help us out with chasing the blues. Uh, Robin, um, a couple of things people always seem to want to know about really great uh, blues musicians, especially they've never heard of probably, of a blues musician in China. So this is pretty cool, I think, for everybody. Um, Can you kind of give me an idea of when you started and how you started playing the guitar? Well, I started playing the guitar because, like, a cousin of mine who came to visit me when I was, like, 20, and he came over from Taiwan, and he said, like, hey, man, like, you know, what do you need from Taiwan? And I said, can you bring me a guitar? So he brought me a guitar, and then the rest is pretty much like, you know, um, yeah, I just go from there. And the, uh, yeah, my father hated like everything. So that's how we started. Wow, you know, so if this guy didn't bring you a guitar, you'd probably be working somewhere different, maybe in an office. Yeah, you know, maybe. That's that's likely, you know. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So. When you uh, when you started, did you take lessons or did you uh, you know did you just learn on your own? Because I've heard some stuff that you do that's very interesting, very unique. Well, um, I took lessons from like electric guitar lessons from this guy, and then after four lessons, he just say, "Hey man, like I got nothing more to teach you." Wow. He just, I, but I don't think he's a very good teacher because uh, that. I was, you know, doing a lot of research in the library and, you know, just get my hands on 
all sorts of like guitar, you know, instruction books. So, uh, but I believe like you know my biggest teacher would be music itself, listening. Yeah. And now I'm a teacher myself. I always tell my students that your ears and your hearts are your best teachers. You know, nothing else. I mean, you can get temperatures, you can get what or not, but really you got to listen, and that's that's the the best advice I can ever give to anyone. Yeah. Man, I wish everybody knew that. Uh, one of the things that I gripe about uh, sometimes mm. in my podcasts are mm. everybody wants to teach about technique mm-hmm. and they want to show you how fast they can go and uh, they want to show you how yeah. fast they can go. Uh-huh. And yet, it sounds mechanical sometimes. Yeah, yeah, totally agree. I think like, you know, that's why... Well, at first, I don't get a blues. I, I thought like blues is three chords and then, you know, just... And then just one scale, sort of, well, of course well, I... Well, isn't it? <laughs> well, Sorry. you know, you can play other scales, whatever. But sure. Yeah, but the thing is that it's not really about the scales or anything, you know. It's just the blues, the, the depth, it's not about <laughs> that. I mean, of course, it's easy to explain, like, you know, you play those chords. But blues is a lot deeper than, than that. So yep. when I first got, you know, exposed to the blues, I thought it was easy, and I quickly move on to other style of music. Until one day I hear like this, this guy. Um, I think it's Darcy Perry blues band. That's the first time I ever witnessed a blues band in in life in in force. And then I, I get it. And then I became a good friend of that guy. And he got me into, hey man, you gotta listen to like you know the Three Kings. You gotta listen to all the, uh, uh, you know the those guys. And then uh, yeah. And then that's when I was properly introduced to the blues. Did yeah. you listen a lot to traditional blues like? Uh you know, 1940s stuff, Howlin' Wolf. Did you listen mm. to any of that when you were starting? Yeah, I do. Well, at first, I, I find my listening habit is like, the more I'm into the blues, the, the earlier like, I trace back, you know. Of course, you started with like modern guys, like, I don't know, like Steve Ray Vaughan, you know, or even like John Mayer. But then you kind of like trace back what, what they did, you know, what inspired them. And then you go back to, you know, all the way back to Robert Johnson, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And at first, like I and I couldn't take like the because it was really rough the recording quality and also the uh, the playing style is very um, how to put it very crude you know it's very yeah. n- not refined but then I, I I get it you know it's it's the real deal yeah. Would you call yourself a traditional blues guitar player or more of a blues rock guitar player? Uh, well, I think I def- I mean you probably th- know that I put a bit of twist. I mean, to what oh, I play. Yeah. But the thing is that I don't really do that just to be different. It's just that how I, I mean, who I am. But I think the in the end, I I hope the audience that would feel that I come from a very sincere place, I mean, which is what blues about, you know. is You know, you got to have that sincerity. So it doesn't, the, the form or the, uh, the, the notes choice doesn't really matter. That's what blues teaches me, yeah. I, I often say that to people, but it's really when I make a mistake. <laughs> no, you're, and you're not. That's not the case with you. No, I make mistakes uh, all the time. You are very unique. You do. Um, you do put your own twist on the blues. I I notice it. Uh, just so everybody knows, as we're touring through uh, China, uh, we're basically playing blues. Uh, it's electric. Some of it's a little on the traditional side. But we are bling, bringing blues to uh, to China. Well, you know, like this, the your music is not like traditional blues. You no, know, some of them they are like 
there are some heavy rock, there's some funky funk elements in there, you know, it's it's all fun. And then I think, you know, just it's just one big part of, you know, different style and school music, you know. That's what I keep telling everybody because as yeah. as you may know, especially with what I'm used to in the United States, mm. there are the traditional blues guys who mm -hmm. say, mm -hmm. No, 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 don't touch this, don't change it. Mm -hmm. Then there are the other guys mm -hmm. who are kind of the blues rock and blues mm -hmm. jazz, I mean just a whole bunch of other guys, blues funk. Yeah. Um, who say, No, 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 you gotta change it. Uh, uh -huh. And I I uh, am in the other camp. I'm um you gotta change it. So yeah. Uh, you got to listen to the beginning so that, yeah. like you say, you have a nice foundation. Uh -huh. But uh, I'm all for the next sound. And actually, uh, I can't wait to hear some of your recordings because you really do add a third element to your blues. And it would really be good laid down, um, you know, on, on uh, you know, a CD or, you know, a stream. Yeah, yeah. You got to do that, so... Uh -huh. As a matter of fact, um, I'm coming back in China in the spring. Maybe we could. Hey, uh, maybe we can do something together. Do something together, man. Well, yeah. we're in the age of internet, you know, we can do that only. Uh, I think life. so. That's a that's <laughs> always a cool idea. Yeah. So you have the most, I have to say, mm -hmm. the most beat up guitar I have ever seen <laughs> in my life. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it, I think you got like a band aid holding the the scratch plate. <laughs> I do well. It looks like a strap, but I don't think it is, right? It's a uh, rubber car. What is it called? It's, it's a legend. Apparently, it's a, song, it's a replica, you know. Oh, replica, sure. Yeah, replica, yeah. Sure, sure. Yeah. And um, is it made in China? Uh, I believe so. It was given to me like ages ago. And then, because it was just because it was given to me and so cheap, so I just started experiment. And then finally, the, the neck profile is just perfect for my hands. You know, this playability is really good. And the uh, I, I changed the pickup and Oh, you did change the pickups. Yeah, you know, uh, my hero was uh, Steve Ray Vaughan, so I, I did research like you know he used Texas specials, so I put those like on my guitar, and that's those are the, the probably the, the 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 major upgrade, but the rest is pretty much. Well, that's just a pretty big. That's a pretty big upgrade. Yeah, actually, I've done that uh, with yeah. a Mexican strap. Yeah. And I never got the money I needed to, when I sold it. it oh, okay. It. Anyway, uh -huh. so anyway, I I will agree with you. By the way, the guitar has a very interesting clean sound, uh -huh. but also can get really dirty, and um, it cuts through. It cuts through the all the noise that I'm creating. Any, <laughs> anyways. No, I think like you know, I think your sound is like more rounded and then more um, like almost like more. It's a whole spin together, you know. And then, of course, like you know, you have like the moment you you rock out, um, because like I think your guitar has got the uh, the humbuckers, it does, the, the roundness yeah. that you know the the it's very nice tone to listen to. And when I think like when I play with you, I try to compliment like that, raising a different kind of tone, you know. Oh yeah. I think that's that's playing a band's you know. It's what perfect it's that yeah. we have two different guitars. Yeah. My, mine is an Oak Canary, by the way, uh -huh. made in uh, made in Connecticut. And you, and you are um, endorsed by a guitar company, right? Uh, yeah, well, I am working with Takima Guitar, a Brazilian guitar company, and also uh, Chord Guitar, the Korean one. So, um, yeah, but, well, they are all dying to give me their, well, <laughs> to, their guitar to, to play, so, you know, get more exposure. But uh, in the meantime, I think I'm going to steal with my old boy here. Yeah, no, I, I like the other one. I heard, yeah. I heard the... the uh, the one you played, yeah, yeah in the, in the so original I, I liked it, but 
I think your guitar has a, a, a different, better sound, actually. Not a better well, sound. Well, not better. A it's different, diff different yeah. sound. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, not better. I'm sorry about that. Sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean that at all. So, um, tell me who your... I hate to use the word guitar hero because mm -hmm. that's mm -hmm. not what I'm thinking about. Who's your Who's your favorite blues musician? Blues musician. Well, if I have to pick one, I probably have to go with BB uh, King. Okay. Yeah, his uh, Life in Rigo that the album is it's just like so. It's yeah, that to me is what blues is about. Simplicity and then just and energy and just grace, you know, and. Uh, but I don't really have, say, a particular guitar hero kind of guy. Because to me, to me, blues music is not so much about... I mean, guitar playing is a big part, of course, Chicago blues. But, I mean, it's not never about like too much soloing, you know. I think the... I, I actually quite like the, the early on, the format, like, you know, the singing is the major part of the song, and then you get a bit of, like, a lead break, maybe just like once, once or twice. Once it's, or twice. Yeah, yeah and then you know, that's what I. Yeah. I, after a while, it gets to be all about you know yeah. the guitar player yeah. more than that. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I think like it's, it's only a supporting role, the, the lead or yeah. But nowadays, a lot of people is all about just you know playing lead and then all the time. Right. I don't know if it's, I mean, yeah. So you you mm. have been playing around with some pretty. Uh, well-known guys, uh, my um, my manager here in China had you know told me all about you and said that you know you played with some pretty good guys and when I saw you that first night when I first arrived, you guys were really cooking. So who, oh, who are you playing with these days? Uh, besides my own band called Mimi Benka, I'm also playing guitar for a blues trio, uh, Zhang Ling. And John Ling, he was a great singer, great bassist. He was Trey Jian, who was considered the, the godfather of uh, rock and roll in China. Uh, he used to play bass for Trey Jian for like more than 10 years before he you know, decided to do his own thing. Yeah. So uh, yeah, and then his music, I think like, you know, just like yours, it's also all got its own sound and style. You know, it's not just 12 hour blues or, you know, so that's one thing also. And, he also, you know, gave me a lot of freedom just to do what I think is is, is good for the music. I so, noticed that on stage. Yeah. I noticed he never looks at you like, hey man, you know, time to stop. <laughs> yeah. Well, he does give me that when I have too much drink. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm playing with thing and some of the older guys like uh, uh, bands like Wu Yuetian, Zhi Nanzhen, you know. Uh, so they are the, so almost like a pioneer of like Chinese rock music in the uh, so yeah I had the privilege to uh, to play guitar in a session for them so yeah so if you were um, if people wanted to hear what you have done is uh, is there any recording that they can get at to ch from China now or, or is that in the works um, Actually, we'll put our music like free for streaming, like on YouTube and sound. Uh, no, Bandcamp. Just, just all you need to do is just look up Mimic Banka. Can you spell that? Sure, M I M I K Mimic and Banka B A N K A. It's two separate words. Okay. Yeah. Oh, separate words. Yeah, separate words. And they can they can hear your music. Yeah, yeah. It's it's. Uh, 
pretty on bluesy, but yeah, it's, I like it. You know, everything's blues, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. People are so tired of me saying that. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks so much, Robin. Hey, uh, thanks. This has really been great for me to do. Uh, as I mentioned to everybody, if you if you're just tuning in, um, this is really a unique chasing the blues podcast um it's interesting that we have been playing now together for three weeks and some people have come up to us and said i never heard you know i never knew what blues was before tonight um and that's happened a couple of times so i really feel like we're uh maybe planting a little bit more of a flag uh in china um yeah. yeah and uh I'm hoping to come back soon and do it all over again. So uh, thanks, everybody. Have a great day. Chasing the Blues is recorded at Factory Underground Studios in Norwalk, Connecticut. You can learn more about Factory Underground at factoryundergroundstudio.com and connect with me on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at TomTheSuitForced. You can find my music, tour dates, merch, and more on TomTheSuitForce.com Thank you for listening. You gotta roll me Pretty baby Just like a wagon wheel You gotta roll me Pretty baby
Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.